damn it. Oh, hey, we're in here. Hey. Hey, everybody, it's the Pee Wee <laughs> Herman Show starring your boy, Chris, and your boy, Tyler. It's true. We out here we're reviewing Pee Wee Herman's big holiday adventure, Unfor- the movie starring Netflix. Unformatted moonshine show. Whoa, anyway. <laughs> so today we watched Pee Wee's big holiday yep. starring Paul Rubens, Alia Shawkat. And some others. <laughs> right. I mean, there there's one that, that you would be remiss. Yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> Is that bad? It's Joe. Joe. <laughs> Italian name. Joe Italian name. Perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, the guy from True Blood. Um, he's, he's, he's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know... His other acting roles up until now, <laughs> whatever. Lame, but super lame. But this movie, I I, I feel like uh, I feel is really Manganiello. There you go. It's his name. Uh, I feel it's really his his magnum opus. Yeah, pretty movie. much. Pee Wee's Big Holiday, basically the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, I mean, basically the best thing that that many of the people involved. In according this according to IMDb, his character in Magic Mike XXL, which I have not seen, is is uh, Big Dick Richie. Fair. <laughs> I have also not seen either of the Magic Mike movies. It's a shame. We should do them for the podcast. I would be down with that. We'll see what happens. We'll do Magic Mike and Madoka Magica, and we'll make it a month. <laughs> and Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> well, no, there are two Magic Mikes and two Madoka Magicas. <laughs> There's only one Brokeback Mountain. It's true. Anyway, we'll, we'll we'll do we'll do a five movie month. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll, this we'll has pull been this has been the unformatted <laughs> review show. I really appreciate it. If you guys, uh, if you guys want to reach out, unformattedreviewshow at gmail dot com forward slash magic mike xxl. No fake endings. We can't even do fake endings. We've never had a sign off. It's true. <laughs> it's because that would be a format which we don't have. Fuck yes. Um, All we do is rigidly adhere to a system where we watch a movie and review it. (laughs) Yeah. For not having a format, like, we pretty heavily, like, have a format. Shh. Don't pull back the curtain. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, thoughts on this movie? Well, this movie... We're not summarizing it. It's Pee-wee goes on another adventure. It's true, yeah. That's pretty much all you need to know. So... (laughs) Here's some things that I liked about the movie. Yes. It was funny. Yes. It was whimsical. Absolutely. It made me titter like a schoolgirl. Yes. There was much tittering going on. <laughs> Here's some things I didn't like about the movie. Okay. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair. Um, no, okay, no, but, but for real, for real. So... It's not really fair. It's highly uncritical. I have to... Fa- I, yeah, I know. In all seriousness, I have to compare this movie against uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which is the other movie that we've done on the podcast. Of course. And uh, Long, Long-time viewers will remember. Yeah, yeah. Only 90s kids remember Pee-wee's Big Adventure on Unformatted Review Show. Yes. Um, that movie was really good and, and hilarious. This movie was different. Um, it, it, was, it was good... But it was not the same. It was not yeah. the same one gag per minute, like volume of humor that the Pee Wee's Big Adventure was, and that's okay. So, yeah. it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. 
but that's what I was hoping for. This is less gags per minute, more gags with buildup for big laughs, like but of a lower volume of them, I think. So, so the thing the. The, the the main reason or, or the main I don't say the main reason but but the the first thing to go to and the, something that I think that we would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, so Tim Burton famously directed the first Pee Wee's Big Adventure right um, we do have a new director on this one mm-hmm. uh, it is Judd Apatow yeah um, your boy yeah so. We probably don't have to tell you that those are two very, like, idiosyncratically different directors. That's true. Like, about as polar opposite as you can get, just about. Yeah, I mean, w- without leaving, like, the family entertainment sphere, I, I, would, I would say that that is accurate. Um, so, yeah, there, there's definitely a different vibe to it, and I was really when I saw that it was a job, a, a job, job, Adapal, job, Carpenter, a, a Judd Apatow uh, production, joint, right, as it were. I was somewhat concerned that, like, mostly that they were going to like try and and do Tim Burtony things without having Tim Burton Ew, around. No. And I was honestly like from the very <laughs> from the beginning of the title sequence I was kind of like uh I, I'm I'm not sure how this is gonna go. That that might the, this might wind up ringing a little a little forest and a little hollow, right? Um, Which I was also concerned. The movie about that. pretty much immediately shakes you out of that with an amazing, amazing opening scene. Like as soon as the title cards are done, it's it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like hey, you know how over the top all the other Pee Wee shit is. We're gonna multiply that by fifty, <laughs> like my, my and be super self aware about it. My mouth was actually agape for the first scene because without any build up or anything, you see Pee Wee talking to a hilariously horrifying looking oh god alien oh my god i forgot all about that how scene. did you forget about the because thing? it wasn't relevant at all <laughs> exactly as predicted i mean it's sort of thematically relevant so picture the last scene of et <laughs> but way weirder <laughs> and also peewee Herman's and way there. longer <laughs> i guess probably not right felt felt way longer and more forced yeah no it, it's one of those things where like we're, so okay, this this might be a little bit too idiosyncratic of an experience, but but follow me. The did did you ever watch like cartoons as a kid, like like Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, where they would where they would run the same cartoons like two or three times in a day in blocks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the first time you were seeing an episode of a cartoon. Like, there'd be a certain, like, slow shot or something that may happen, and it would feel like it took forever, and then the second time it just flies right by because you know what's coming next. Okay, sure. The alien scene felt like 
like that. All it right. was just the the interminable. Like I'm pretty sure if we went back and watched it, it's probably like a 45 second scene or something. It felt eternal. It, it feels it feels so long because because you. <laughs> are in awe that this is actually happening at the very beginning of this Pee-wee movie. It's like an E.T. Like, it's you got this alien that looks like E.T. that's like, I'm sorry, we were best friends. I have to leave for my planet now. And it makes no sense. And, it's and they're not, crying. They're crying. It's not relevant at all. I mean, and it turns out to just be a dream sequence for Pee-wee. And he wakes up and he's like, well, time to start my day. Right. And it's like, fine. And the rest of the movie... Is, is totally, so there are only two reasons for that. One is setting up, I guess, the, pay, the I, payoff of a friendship bracelet. No, <laughs> boo. I've, I'm just, I'm just pointing out things. They are identical friendship bracelets. That uh, was Pee-wee gives to an alien, and uh, and also Pee-wee's reluctancy to to leave a place. In the dream that, sequence that was Earth. That, that was what I felt like it was actually setting up. Yeah, I mean, that, those are the only two things that ever come back up again. Like, <laughs> there are no more aliens for the rest of the movie, which I'm a little bit surprised about, honestly. Like, I'm fine with it. It, it touched everything else. I'm, well, no. There wasn't a ghost. There was a scene that is every bit as horrifying to children as Large Marge, I would imagine, if not more. Which one was that? The fucking part where the Queen of England had mouth fries. Oh, God, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, the Queen of England with mouth eyes happened. It was not okay. By the way, spoilers, the Queen of England has mouth eyes. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> it is not plot relevant. <laughs> Nothing is plot relevant here. It's not, <laughs> except that he falls in a well. Yeah, so, so the only real carryover from the old Pee Wee Herman movies, rather like, rather like, looking for the word like conspicuously, the only inclusion from the, or the only carryover from the previous movie is the structure of this one. Yeah. Which is, there is a, you know, call to action for Pee Wee to, to go places, to do a thing. And shenanigans happen along the way. So I have some problems with this. Okay, I have some problems with the P- with the Pee Wee Canon. Okay, so th- this is this is what I was I was thinking about getting into. So I'm I'm pretty sure I'm glad you're going here because in this movie it is stated that he has never left Fairville. He has never left Fairville. Uh, there are no mentions of any other characters right. from the previous movies. But in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the movie that we saw in episode 6 of Unformatted Review Show, hashtag Unformatted Review Show forward slash Pee Wee. Sure. <laughs> uh, we'll fix it in editing. He clearly went we'll elsewhere. He clearly went elsewhere right. in, the, in the continental United States, at least. Right. Um, and met another girl that he like fell in love with and they were doing a thing yep. who is not involved in this story at all. Yep. So I would like to posit to you my Pee-wee canon. Okay. Which sounds gross. <laughs> I was about to say. But anyway. I would like to not have Pee-wee canons posited. But, I no, think cool. that this movie 
takes place canonically before Pee-wee's oh, Big Adventure. okay. Because in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, they don't mention anything about, like, hey, you've never left Fairville before, ya boy. Uh, I think that he's already come and gone, been friends with John Cena, <laughs> and, and, like, you know, it's not a big deal. And then in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, he just leaves. Right. I think that this canonically takes place before that movie. I... That's my headcanon. So... Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm cool with accepting this headcanon. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I like this headcanon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna brew for for a little bit I, I might give you an update in a later episode yeah let me know um on on perhaps an alternate headcanon but but I, I I still got it working I mean it's it's percolating unless there are alternate universe peewees mm, there you go <laughs> <laughs> yes unless there are alternate universe peewees nothing else makes too much sense but then right. again anyway so Let's just talk about Paul Rubens for a second. Okay. Your boy was in Blow. Yeah. Which was a good movie. Yeah. No, that's not what we're talking <laughs> <Okay>. about. <laughs> I was really concerned about where that tangent was leading. I'm not going to lie. No. I was like, shit, I haven't seen so, Blow in forever. <laughs> so, uh, this movie came out, what, two years ago? Within the last couple years. Uh, somewhere between two and four years ago. I could probably look, but we're not going to worry about it. Um, he, Paul Rubens has been off the scene for quite a bit yeah. after his uh, unjustified exile from Hollywood after a triple uh, yeah. X film house issue, as we all know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty well documented. Um, I, I will go on record as saying I think that he got a bit of an overblown har- overblown harsh treatment little, little, not not a not a fair shake he didn't get a fair say. shake uh, no pun intended um <laughs> but he's been gone for a while so he's back right. you know he was in he was in a lot of stuff but he's, after he's, that happened he's made some appearances briefly he but keeps anyway. popping up but yeah this coming back as peewee one i think is super sweet yeah because that is who he, who Paul Rubens is. No matter how many drug dealers he plays <laughs> or porn theaters he jerks off in, right? This is, I mean, he is Pee Wee. Yeah, I, I mean, hate to I hate to typecast him, but like, no, nothing he will ever do will bring joy to as many people as being Pee Wee has. I mean, Pee Wee. So I I do regard Paul Rubin with a a certain level of of genius, yeah, absolutely. That, that I don't like, the, like, and and this the is, man is out of his mind. Like this is this is totally sincerely too. Like I, I regard him with a certain level of genius that that doesn't really come up much anymore because it's it's a little bit outdated. It's very much like a classic, yeah, absolutely clown sort of thing. The only person who I can think of working in in mainstream film today that, that does uh, a similar thing that draws from the same tradition of of character Adam Sandler no god no <laughs> god god no 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 <laughs> 
Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh sure. Sasha Baron Cohen is is like Sasha Baron Cohen is is a is a clown in like the the most literal sense. Sure, yeah. He he has gone to he he has he has attended schooling for it. Like it is it is an actual thing, and it is like it it's a tradition that's like incredibly interesting to to listen to people who who know about it talk about and and look at at the social construct behind like clowning <laughs> like like what is actually considered like clown and there are like different there 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 are different classes there's there's clown there's like you know, the the buffoon they're all like very separated and i do think that paul rubin is like a classical like clown sure yeah with, absolutely with, with peewee herman and it's honestly executed like if you go back and watch old episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse, if you watch the the his first movie, if you watch this movie, it's executed very well and very consistently. Now, over decades, yeah, which is amazing. There was a movie between this and the first one, right? Mm-hmm. There was a there was at least one other movie. I thought you would have to look that up. Not that I am currently aware of. <laughs> It doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like you're you're absolutely wrong to me, but I, I I'm not sure. Let's check it out. Let's okay. check it out. Let's 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 um, do the research. There there is something I, I found a little uh, a little interesting, and it may go into your uh, it may go into your assessment that this may be a a, uh, a yeah big top peewee. big top peewee. oh okay right. Yeah. So we gotta watch that then. Apparently, it is Benicio del Toro's film debut. What? <laughs> what? Who? Wait, who directed it? Uh, Randall Kleiser. Okay. No, he's like a kid. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> Um, Duke the dog-faced boy is his character's name. <laughs> right. Okay. Actually, I that rings a bell. Oddly enough. Okay. All right. I'm with you. So yeah, we need to watch that. But so probably not. Man, on the that's podcast. gonna that's gonna fuck with the whole Pee Wee canon. Though. It is. Mm. Well, maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll have, no we'll have to see. I mean, we'll just have to see. We'll have yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. But anyway. So I was gonna make sorry. Go ahead. You look like you're gonna yeah. Say so so this might fit into your uh, to to your. This is actually the first movie. Canon. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. There there is one noticeable difference that that I kind of detected with with Pee Wee here. Um. He's old. Well, no. I mean, pancake makeup does a lot for that. <laughs> that was my next point. But go ahead. Um. He he seems a little bit more cynical. Oh, super cynical! Like very snarky. Like like very not, snarky, Pee Wee. Yeah, like like he, In he a, still good natured. Yeah, he's still he's still like he's still boyish acting, and he's still like like naive and and good hearted. But he's a little bit self aware and a little bit like a little 
just a little bit jaded. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like, he, he kind of... In kinda, a very funny way. He kind of nicely tells people to fuck off a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot. Like, that's one of the... Yeah, like, that happens a lot in the he, movie. He's not he's not necessarily down for, for everything like he is in uh, in the in the Tim Burton movie. Yeah. He's, uh, he, he vocally opposes certain ideas and, and plans. He's uh, still down for a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, all things considered... But like like he he vocally opposes like any interaction with snakes, um, in. <laughs> All right, well that that that's another topic that I kind of want to get to in a little bit. But uh, in in one scene that has a lot of good sight gags, um, he he vocally opposes uh, having anything to do with snakes. He 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 definitely, and he's a little bit more devious. Like he he's uh, yeah. I think it's just he does he does some his, shit behind people's backs. His, that you're like, hey, Pee Wee. His his character maturity is definitely there. See, I see. I'm not sure if the character is is more or less mature. I don't know if between. The two movies that we've watched, assuming this is the first, or well, not assuming this is the first, if between the two, right? If between the two movies that we watched, he has gotten older and a little wiser as to what he's he's capable of and and what he does and does not like, or if the adventures in this movie, if they happen first, made him less of an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, in the Pee Wee canon in my head right now, it would be the latter. Right. Which doesn't make a lot of sense to us, <laughs> who are assholes. <laughs> that someone becomes less of an asshole right. over time. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Pee Wee canon, that's what I'm going with. Right. So... Yeah, man, Big Top may have some. Maybe that's the final here. piece to the Pee Wee puzzle. <laughs> Maybe they come out like Devil May Cry games. They like, <laughs> <laughs> they like hella stagger. <laughs> God, we're gonna have to watch that not for the podcast. I think I think we're at Pee Wee saturation right now. Maybe. Um. So. So I I think so we were, we were talking about the differences in humor. Uh, Jed Apatow seems to set up his gags a little bit, yeah, more than a Tim lot Burton. More. I think the the mile a minute gags though with Tim Burton, and this is something I noticed kind of early on, mostly sight related. Yeah, Tim Burton doesn't really like from everything I can I can tell he has like he has some like he has you know not a totally deficient sense of like comedic timing and dialogue or anything. Right. But it's not his strong suit. His strong suit is... Visuals. Always going to be visuals. And thinking about, like, thinking about memorable gags in in the first Pee-wee movie, it seems like most of the stuff that sticks out is, like, 99.9% visual. It's slapstick. I I mean, mean, look at Large Marge. Right. There was nothing funny dialogue-wise about the Large Marge thing. No. There wasn't anything... There wasn't even anything really... I mean, well, no. They did set up Large Marge. I was going to say there wasn't even a whole lot of setup with Large Marge. There was totally set up because there were, like, people telling stories about Large Marge in a diner (laughs) or in a bar or whatever. But but yeah, I mean that gag like is totally the the payoff is totally visual. Um, 
There's only one instance of... Well, no. There are a couple instances spread out. But there's only like... there There's only like a couple like super memorable visual gag instances here. A lot of it is done in dialogue. Yeah. And um, that's just a that's just a choice. That's just a directing choice, yeah. I think. Um and a script writing choice. Yeah, like so <laughs> one of the very memorable ones that I'm thinking of is the entire scene at the snake ranch. <laughs> okay. See, I was thinking of the entire scene at Farmer Brown's. Um which is yeah. well, not the entire like a lot of that is dialogue, but a lot of that is visual as well. Yeah, that kind of marries that. That felt like the most Pee Wee, like classic <laughs> Pee Wee scene to me, because it was so pure but self aware and like I don't know. Yeah, at the house, and then when the wedding happened, it was kind of weird. Go watch this movie. Yeah, no, it's, it's on it's, Netflix. It's like, it's free. You have it. Like already. if you haven't watched both of the Pee Wee movies by now, by this point in your life, you you really owe an afternoon to it. Like like just go ahead, treat yourself. Oh shit! No, <laughs> we can't let Netflix on this podcast. It'll take over. So there's no big top Pee Wee on Netflix. It's true, but but the other two are there. Also, episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse, which I, I'm actually five kinda gonna five, five seasons of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh yeah, no, it, it was on, on for a while. Um, so real quick, let me get to one one of my points before I forget it. Okay. Paul Rubens. Yes. Which I was trying to get to this earlier. Paul Rubens has been gone for a while. He's come back. Yes. I know, and you're probably going to disagree with me on this. I can tell. I know that he's got a lot of makeup on, but yeah. I think he looks very good in this movie as yeah. Pee Wee. Like, I think he looks very. Like, you, it is no suspension of disbelief like a 22-year-old Daniel Radcliffe playing Harry Potter <laughs> type of thing. Like, where you're right. like, oh my god, this is not working. No, it didn't, t- it didn't take anything for me to, 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 for, for me to be like, and I, yeah, I, I know same I, as usual. I know it's a lot of makeup, and I get that, but I was totally on board with the fact that he was just Pee-wee, just like the normal... I just mean, the normal Pee-wee 20 years later. Like, it's not a big deal. I mean, it... it it so for for me it just kind of if anything him being a little bit older in some like minutely noticeable ways if anything it just slots into the greater joke of of Wee herman like the overarching thing that like he is in canon a child right <laughs> he is he is referred to as a boy as a boy yeah through the entire movie, no one no one brings up that he's clearly a grown man. Right. Not in Pee Wee's Playhouse, presumably not in Big Top, not in 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 this movie, and not in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So, like, the older he gets, the better that's going to to continue to be. <laughs> um. So, how long would you like to devote to talking about the? Legacy similarities between Pee Wee Herman and SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, uh, <laughs> whoa! All right, so go ahead if you got something. I mean, I, I, I mean, I just you just hit me with a ton of bricks. There. <laughs> 
I just I just wanted to throw that one out and see see if you'd if you'd have anything for me. I mean, so they're cut from the same cloth as characters. They are. They. I would go so far as to say they are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, That's a great observation I made. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so so th- this 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 is always this has always been a thought for me. Like it, it was it was something I wanted to mention in the last Pee Wee podcast. Yeah. Um uh, which we do every Friday uh, <laughs> Pee Wee podcast. The unformatted Pee Wee show. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, catch but, us on twitch.tv <laughs> slash Rubens. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it was something that I wanted to mention on the last one. I don't think I did. There is like there there is such a a, a a through line with the two characters, and the reason I have to mention it in this one is because he's a fry cook. <laughs> the other main bit of Pee Wee development. That's going to be hard to place in the canon is he's apparently old enough to have a job. Now, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is odd. Um, but OK, stop real quick and think about the fact that in all all of the Pee Wee canon, all of it from the very beginning, he owns his own home. Yeah. Which is pretty legit. It is. He also has some fucking hella cool gadgets. It's true. Which costs money, presumably. In in Fairvale, he he also convinced a bunch of people to like put their houses on this one yeah. weird Rube Goldberg yeah. ground yeah. that only benefits him. So let's not <laughs> let's not take him being an adult like for real with a grain of salt. Right, like, right. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 not dissecting. It, it's just it it is going to make it a little bit hard when we're really putting this cannon in stone. <laughs> Laying it down for all to be, uh, for all to adhere to. Um, it's like the Zelda <laughs> canon. Like, it's just kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. Well, uh, yeah, before Nintendo were no fun and squashed that. But yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty much uh, all iterations of Pee-wee are just folk retellings of the same Pee-wee right. story across different regions. Which... Um, I will go on record with an unpopular opinion and say it makes sense. <laughs> but that's another conversation. I mean, I was day. just grafting the Zelda canon. No, I, I know. Thought, but no, okay. no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, cool. The, in, in the Zelda universe, I think that oh, makes Oh, yeah. Sense. No, totally. It is, it is the right way for things to happen, in my opinion. Like, the, the, the Nintendo-endorsed canon is bullshit. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but, yes. So... Pee-wee, Spongebob, he's a fry cook in this one. I think it might have been a nod. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I mm, That's a little too on the nose. But think about how much Spongebob owes to Pee-wee's Playhouse. I get it. I just don't feel it. Mm. I just don't feel it. That's just my opinion, man. Hey, that's just like my opinion, man. Um... So yeah, at the end of the day, you need to watch this movie. If if you are 
But watch if you're a human. Watch Big Adventure first. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know if if you haven't like you're really screwing up. Like yeah. that movie will bring you a lot of joy. Yeah, watch it if you're having a bad day. You will, and, you will be having a good day. And then if you're like, I need more. Yeah, I need more now. This is good. Netflix will be right there. Like I got you, fam. As right, they always are. Right here in the suggested videos. Just just go straight just into the this. next very thing. Yeah, and, and then watch all five seasons of Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. I highly recommend both both films. Yes, this one this one was good. It was not so. I will I will come down with a uh, with a verifiable opinion and say this is not as good as Big Adventure. That that is that is totally fair because that movie had me in stitches start to finish. <laughs> this movie was funny, but only in fits and starts. This, this I I think just saying that this movie is funny is underselling it a little bit. I there are very few things that that have like consistently made me laugh out loud throughout their runtime. That this is definitely one of them, but not nearly to the extent as of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Also, just watch this movie for America Hair. If oh else. my god, <laughs> America Hair and the terrible puns of the Snake Ranch. <laughs> yeah, just go watch it. Yeah. Alright, cool. Well, next week we'll pick a movie and watch it and review it to your pleasure. That's what we do. Cool. Totally unformatted. Bye.